Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. The Talksport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with, uh, hold on, putting down this. Oh yeah, me, Andy Goldstein, your host for the next 20 or 30 minutes. I don't really know how long these are. I never download them. I mean, there's no point, is there? I'm on it, and I'm in it, so there's no point. I know they're brilliant, because Tom keeps telling me the producer. Right, here we go. We'll start with, of course, the Sports Bar. Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, Monday, Thursday, 10pm. And the callers on it, on a busy night of Champions League football, of course, as Liverpool and Chelsea were both in action. It's whether or not Abraham was offside, he was! Oh, my word! He's now decided to disallow the goal offside against... Tammy Abraham and he's given a free kick to I think I've seen it all I have seen it all I can retire after tonight I don't think I'll ever see a game like this again Chelsea 4 Ajax 4 goal ruled out for VR so you've left early you still can't get home via the train yeah no, no, well, I'm, I'm in a car I'm, I've got Mark, a stone, Mark can I ask is, is part of the word support not not needed from a club when they are losing oh don't you wouldn't believe how many times I've been there when we are been losing well I, I just can't. I just, we'll come back to you in a minute. We'll come back to you in a minute. Uh, the Moose has Christian Pulisic alongside Moose. I do. Christian, first of all, have you ever played in a game as bonkers as that? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that was one of the most crazy games I've played in. Uh, you know, just everything that happened in the end, you know, to being down at half, I think uh, we can be happy with the result. Obviously, we would have liked to win, but it was, uh, it was quite the game. Do you seriously think at 4 1, oh, we'll get out of this? I mean, we're a confident bunch of guys, even at halftime, you know. We said to each other, we're, you know, we're going to win this game. We're going to come back and, and, and we can do this. And we just always have to believe. 4-2 when the sendings off happened. First of all, Daily Dinn sent off for a challenge on you. Is that right? The challenge wasn't on me. It was on uh, Tammy, I believe. Oh, it was on Tammy, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that obviously <laughs> made the game even wilder and, you know, gave us more confidence to, to go get those next And then scores. when they sent the second player off, Veltman, I mean, you must have thought, what is going on here? Yeah, and the whole thing was crazy. <laughs> I didn't even realize they got two red cards, to be honest. It was uh, it was pretty wild. You should have, could have won it 5-4, for for, but for the goal disallowed by VAR, we've had lots of discussions about VAR. How well do you think that worked tonight with the referee actually going and looking on the monitor? You, you must know about that from American football. I mean, yeah, I'm going to have to go see it again. Obviously, it... Uh... It changes the emotions of the game a lot, so it's uh, it's tough. <laughs> and finally, when you when you go home tonight, you think, right, we've got a point in the Champions League, but that's not how you normally get points in the Champions League. Yeah, definitely uh, a night to remember, but uh, obviously we still wanted the three points. <laughs> Some Chelsea fans actually left early and didn't see the end of the game, by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you got to stay till the end <laughs> because stuff like that can happen. 
Christian, thanks for joining us live on TalkSport. Cheers, Moose. There you go. Uh, should we go back to Mark just quickly? Yeah, I mean... I, Mark, I, Christian Pulisic just said... Yeah, you, I'm you, still here. Christian Pulisic just said you've got to stay to the end. So stay to the end and support a team, all right? So at the end of a game, some of them players don't even come, come and, uh, you know, and support us at the end of a game. I don't think that's in their contract, is it? Well, is it in my, is it in my contract when I buy a season ticket that I've got to stay to the end? I'm guessing you're buying a ticket because you support the club and you you want to watch the game. Exactly. Well, you did neither of that tonight. Mark, what, what is your point of view here? Are you defending... Are you saying you, you've done the right thing to leave the game at 4-1 down tonight? No, is that no, what you're saying? You, asked, you asked for someone to yeah. ring up yeah. who left the game. Yeah, and you're yeah, saying you think it was the right I call? I did leave that game and was I it, decided to ring you. Was it the right call? Maybe not. No, no, was it? Was it, was it the right thing to do at 4-1 down? In my eyes at the time, yes. On now to the mid-morning show with Jim White and Natalie Sawyer and the guest was Simon Jordan, never one to be outspoken. Anyway, this is him having real fun with Jurgen Klopp saying he's the best manager in the world and Raheem Sterling would still be as good had he stayed at Liverpool. Oh, Simon, you do make me laugh. I do believe there was an element of Raheem being made aware of certain things and being utilised to make very strong points. The idea that he has gone to Man City, I think if he'd have stayed at Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp would have arrived, and I debate the fact that Pep Guardiola is the best manager in the world right now because I think Jurgen Klopp is giving him a run for his money. And who's, I think, the, who's the best, Pep or Klopp? I, I think Klopp is. I just think the intensity and the, the irresistibility of Liverpool, despite the beauty of Man City... And there's something that I've always said, and I don't care whether Man City fans like it or not, there's something about Man City which resembles a Frankenstein club where they've built and bought everything. And I know that there'll be an argument saying that other clubs do that. But there's something more about Liverpool's style of play and their attitude and their outlook now that appeals to me personally. I look at Liverpool and I find Liverpool irresistible. On now to the show that takes you through the night. The Graveyard Shift. Well, that's a bit harsh because it's Max Rushton doing the show. So, yeah, he does the Graveyard Shift now. Blimey, how things have changed. All right, there's no need to go like that. Oh, look at him now. Who's heard of him on the Graveyard? All right, don't kick a man when he's down. Anyway, Max had Dr. Carl on Waste of t- Extra Time. And this is what they discussed. Let's do your neighbours. Yeah, your neighbours 11, yeah. Fletch. This is what people have come to see. All right, There's been a lot of debate, honestly, through the whole show. People tweeting in with their ideas. Mm. Um, uh, uh, we had one caller who wanted... you could Because there were three Lucy Robinsons, mm. you could play them in a back three mm. and they would have a really sort of symbiotic understanding because they're the same. That's a genius idea. Absolutely. I mean, I would always... I, I want to play a 4-2-3-1 with Harold and Lou sitting, but I understand that mobility... Mm. Is an issue there. I've gone. I've gone fairly straightforward. Have you gone four four? Have you gone four four two? Well, look, you're look, you're in total. Have you picked yourself? I have as manager. Okay, so you're the manager. So I'm the the manager now. I want Toadie in goal. Okay, I want him keeping. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a man mountain. Yeah, and really, I would just see him falling from side to side, blocking the ball. Not a sweeper keeper. No, no, he's sort of rooted to his line a bit. Rooted to his line, he would never leave. And are we? Have we got? Is it sort of? It's mulleted. Told you that's what I'm hoping. Yes, for. well, because the okay. hair, the hair actually could prevent a goal. It could, yeah. Um, now I, I put Jim Robinson in centre back because he's he's so tall. Yes, yeah, I'm okay. happy with Jim there. Yeah, yeah that's he's my kind of Virgil Van Dyke of of the neighbours eleven here. Pre heart attack? Oh, oh definitely pre heart. attack. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I put I put Angie Rebecca alongside him. And if you have to ask why, you haven't watched the show. I mean, this is a woman who you know she 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 could go through anyone. 
Okay, right. right. In a footballing t- sense. In, in footballing <laughs> okay, sense. Okay, yes, I hope so. <laughs> okay. Keep it Because I, I had Madge Bishop at centre-back. But, okay, well, okay. that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Um, I, uh, very obvious, uh, I have to say, uh, in, in my back, so Jack Scully... Oh yeah, course, he played for Barnsford in the Premier League. Barnsford in the Premier League, I remember that. Oh, and of course, I'd use the Jay Bunyan version, not the original. Oh right, actor. Okay, yeah. why? Why so? Why? He's taller. Again. Oh right, I understand. Yeah, yeah, good choice. Um, I'd have Joey Mangle out on the other side. Yes, classic. Yeah, you know, just gutsy. Yeah, hardworking. Yeah. Takes no prisoners. Absolutely. Remember when 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 his son had a cigarette and he made him smoke a whole packet. That's of cigarettes. right. Yeah. That's the kind of. That's the, he would be no nonsense That's there. That's right. It's a blue collar yeah. ethic, and yeah. uh, he would bring me. And this one's going to surprise you a bit because not many people would remember him. I'd have Fraser Yates. Oh, I don't remember in Fraser the centre. Once again, uh, tall, yeah. very strong, and yeah. massive charisma. I think he would charm. He would charm that centre. Have you? I mean, it, it doesn't often work on a pitch, does it? Charm, charm to the oh, opposition. I, oh, I don't know. Well, I, maybe it does. I, I don't know. I think I think uh, Firmino manages to charm oh, okay, his yeah, way yeah, in. Okay. Uh, I'd have Billy Kennedy with him as well. I'd have a sort of triangular four in the middle, and uh, the diamond shape. And I'd have Billy Kennedy in there just for looks. All right, just for good looks. Ah, uh, yeah. And he's done so well. Became it, a fireman in Chicago a, when yeah, he a was doctor in house. A doctor in house. And really, when you're watching a telecast of a game like the Neighbours Eleven v. Anyone, mm. you, you really want to have someone on on the pitch that you want to have a look at. Are you proud when you see enormous someone like Billy Kenley going? Or you know, obviously Margot Robbie is the is mm. like just a superstar, right? Mm. When you watch that, you just think, oh, you know, how wonderful is it? Is it well, like when you watch a young footballer? You know, they say, oh, you always knew they were going to do that, or is it? it are you it surprised is, that? Or? But I can't claim any credit for either of them. I mean, I think, oh, you I, can. Well, probably to the point where I taught them how what not to do. Perhaps, <laughs> arguably. Um, now, I've got Dee, Bl- Dee Bliss out on the wing because she's two players in one. Right. Oh, because she came back as a different... Yes. Although, much like picking Harold, she could go missing. That's true. Right? And you, don't, you can't have that in a game. But, no, it's true, but still, there's a potential for her to play like two people. So. Yeah, no, no, okay. Will Gavin now, talking NFL with Natalie Sawyer. And Big Willie was suggesting the Chargers could move to London. What does that mean? No one even follows NFL. Well, they do. He's got quite a big following over in England. Not really, though, has it? Well, apparently it has. I would suggest that the Chargers are one of the least supported teams in the UK right now, Mm -hmm. certainly in the lowest kind of 10 or so teams in the NFL. But the tribal nature of sports fans in this country, if you've got a team who are here week in, week out, playing eight home games that you're seeing them regularly, if you're a season ticket holder, I think a lot of the teams, you, you begin to root for them. You want to see them do well. You want to see playoff teams here, playoff games here in London as well. And people would, I think, at least adopt them as their second team, if not as their first team. And the fact is they sold over 40,000 season tickets for these last four games in London. I think 46,000 was the final number I heard over this past weekend. If they held the majority of the games at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, if they sold 40,000 season tickets for across those eight games, that would make this franchise not only viable, but actually it would top a lot of existing NFL franchises in terms of how many season tickets they sell for their stadiums. Relocation of NFL teams, Will, that, that's quite a, a common thing, let's say. Obviously, the Rams and the Chargers have moved. The Raiders are going to be moving again. Um, 
over here, when we talk about the idea, well, even the idea of relocating a, a football team, a Premier League football team, that just wouldn't happen. But how do the US fans react to these relocations? Are they actually bothered? It's very dependent on the fan base. You know, St. Louis and San Diego, uh, both fan bases have refused to continue to support the team after they've moved and have showed frustration in the fact that the team moved. But the fact is, is the reason they weren't viable in their respective cities was because the fan base wasn't necessarily there. They weren't selling out their stadium. The market wasn't big enough. I'm not saying we should blame that fan base for why the team has moved. Mm. But there are only 32 of these teams and it is an absolutely huge country with a lot of big cities. So it's ne not necessarily any huge surprise. It's interesting you reference the Raiders because I think they're going to be a really interesting case when they move to Las Vegas. That fan base has already seen the team go from Los Angeles to Oakland to Los Angeles to back to Oakland again during its lifetime. And that fan base has still managed to follow them. They've got a huge fan base internationally as well. And so will they continue to sell out the stadium when they move to Las Vegas? And in fact, the Raiders are also a really interesting conversation point for London because this past season, they were due to move into Vegas for the 2019 season and the stadium wasn't ready. So NFL reached out to NFL UK and the managing director, Alistair Kirkwood, and asked them to put together a proposal for whether the Raiders could play eight games in London. Alistair Kirkwood told us this at the Super Bowl this past year, that they got that, that eight-game schedule signed off by the NFL, that there was an agreement in place to do it, and that the Raiders were the ones who eventually decided not to do it. But it proves that having a team here logistically has already been signed off once by the NFL. And you can only imagine with the amount of money in this market, they'd be ready to sign off on it again. I'm Alan Brazil, and this is TalkSport Daily. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. On now to Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs, of course, those legends do the one to four slot weekdays on talk sport and this is their clips of the month now i haven't heard these but i'm reliably informed they involve a story about a bed bath an old person crossing the road and of course queuing up in a post office 
And we're going to kick off with uh, Alan Brazil and Sam Allardyce. They were joined by the uh, Arsenal goalkeeper Jens Lehmann. I think I think it's Jens Lehmann, isn't it? I think mm, it is. I think yeah. so. I'm delighted to say we're joined now by Arsenal Invincible goalkeeper Jens Lehmann. Jens, a very, very good morning, Jens. How are you, Jens? Good morning, Jens. Jens, one last question, Jens. Um, uh, Lens, uh, Okay, our thanks to Lens Yemen there. What a game that will be. Uh, <laughs> Yens, Yens. Yens. That's that one sentence where he goes, Yens, Lens and Wens. <laughs> What's brilliant. next, Andy? It's Jeff Brazier chatting to a caller on the Jim White Show. And do stick with this clip, even though it is a bit technical. Yeah. You can't say some people can run on the pitch and other people can't. Technically, the same rule. Well, technically, just to pick you up, I suppose Jesse March would say that he didn't go on the pitch. He ran down the touchline and met them at the caller flag. I suppose you can say technically he didn't, but technically he shouldn't be leaving his technical box, should he? So you're you're yeah, you're not you're not for it at all. No, but, but, but then technically a fan could jump over and not technically run on the pitch, but just technically run on the line. And if the players are just uh, you know are technically off the pitch, the fans could jump on top of the players and be celebrating. And technically, you could say he didn't actually get on the pitch. Yeah, big technical. But, uh, it was, I think it was worth sticking with. Uh, this is Alan Brazil again discussing Ali McQuest's route home. Where are you flying from today? Heathrow. Uh, why did you do that? Why not City? Um, because of an, an earlier flight, flight from Heathrow and that extension rebellion right, mob. Scared the flying. <laughs> that extension rebellion mob have got me. Yeah, extension rebellion. I love extension rebellion. They super glued themselves to Ali's dormer. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Just had it all done as well. It's like a proper four meter one. Lovely job they made of it. It's it's really brick built. Lovely. And again here with a glass backed. Yes, why not? Alan again with a surprise revelation about an England debutant. We'll talk to Michael Dawson, his old PE teacher, um, Tyron Mings. He would have been very young then, Tyron. He would have been about, what's Dawson? He's got to be in his sort of mid 30s. Yeah. But Tyron Mings would have been about an eight year old PE teacher. Probably even younger than that. <laughs> uh, Clive Tildesley now at uh, Everton versus West Ham. Lanzini will take the corner from the right hand side. Quite a big West Ham side now with a Yeti on the field, too. I don't know, get away with it, do you? How do they register a Yeti? It's good in the air. <laughs> Fantastic. And After everything that went on with Carlos Tevez. And finally, it's Georgie Bingham on the weekend sports breakfast during a music quiz. I don't know how you do what you do. Oh, God, you're giving me country so music. What's wrong with you? you? It just keeps getting better. Is it Garth Crooks? I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> thank you, Georgie. She actually gave us that clip herself, didn't she? she did, yeah. Yeah. Over now to kick off with Hugh Wisencroft and Danny Mills talking Granite Xhaka. Unai Emery has been speaking to the media, of course, in his press conference, and he has confirmed that Granite Xhaka has been stripped of the Arsenal captaincy. Initial reaction? Expected, to be honest. You know, however much stick you take as a player, you cannot react like that especially in this day and age with everything else that's going on and social media and all the rest of it. You know, you're captain of the football club. It's not nice to get booed. You know, it's not nice. And I've heard that he's come out and said, well, you know, I was getting death threats and my family were getting this abuse and that abuse and all the rest of it. It's not nice, but it happens. There, there isn't a football player out there that hasn't been through that. It's probably not a presenter that hasn't been through that um, as well. I go back, you know, think about David Beckham went through after after the World Cup and they were burning effigies you know hanging from lampposts and hanging outside pubs and, and, and burning him and, and the amount of abuse that his family took you know he didn't come off the pitch having a go at fans and then whoever it may be after that he just got on with it and, and 
and did his thing. When you're captain of the football club, you have that little bit of an extra responsibility. He shouldn't have had the captaincy in the first place. And from there, we can go back to drive time where Nicole Kidman was alongside Darren Bent and they were talking to Rusty Hargreaves about Saracen's points deduction. I think it's really damaging to the maid. Very, very good afternoon to you guys. Hi. You look at the amount of key England players they've got who've just come on the back of losing that World Cup final. These guys need paying. They're expensive. Elliot Daly's just joining the club as well. And this club isn't flushed for cash as it was under the South African ownership that kind of helped oversee them and, and really build the dynasty of, what, five English titles, three European in ten years. It's incredible. Moving forward, they're not the biggest crowd in terms of crowds and revenue and so on. Most of domestic rugby's run at a loss, you chuck this in and all the question marks I'm sure will come to moving forward on and off the field about the club and where it goes and its trophies. It's very, very bad news. They are appealing. We should say that. So none of this comes now. It depends on the outcome of the appeal. But it's a very, very worrying time for Sarri's fans. On the other hand, aid fans of other clubs who've raised questions for a long time within the game, well beyond this inquiry, I think they'll be glad that it's outed and we're seeing perhaps a bit of clarity and perhaps a bit of fairness in terms of bringing someone to account. Uh, noted, and we reiterate that it is subject to uh, Saracens appealing, which I'm, I'm sure they will do, and they'll be optimistic about that, I'm sure. But if it is the, it's three seasons, two of those, they won the title, I believe. So is there a chance that those titles, could they could be stripped of them? I don't think so, because the decision currently has been made. A little bit dangerous, though, to perhaps appeal, because maybe that's how they up the ante. 35 points is the maximum you can be banned. That's how heavily Premiership Rugby have seen this. I think they're looking at this and saying we've drawn the statement. I'll run it through very quickly. It's got to be an appeal on an error of law, a procedural unfairness or an irrational decision. And believe you me, eight, nine months of checking by some top QCs and people, they've been through this meticulously. So are Sarries with their lawyers as well from how this emerged in the first place. I think to me it's a pretty tricky situation. And just very quickly to run through what's happened, the key point here is the salary cap is £7 million. But what Saracens are accused of doing, basically, is going into business partnership with their players and effectively funding players' businesses and giving them money toward those businesses, which they think shouldn't count toward the salary cap. Other clubs have disagreed, the Premiership disagree, and they're over it by about 650 grand minimum. That was what was found during the investigation. Wow, wow, wow. Now we can head over to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show, or the ABSB, as we sometimes call it when he bothers to turn up. Anyway, this is Big Al and Little Sam talking West Ham. They've been brainwashed, the supporters, by foreign coaches are more better or much better than British coaches. It's, and then you have a continuous 10 to 12 year battering the British coaches here about how foreign coaches are much better than they are. But in the end, it's how good your players are. And when you've got good players, you're a good manager. And, and, and the proof about Pellegrini is the fact that when he's at Manchester City with the best team, he wins the league. And like all good podcasts, we end it with what we started with. And that, of course, is the best show on national radio, The Sports Bar. Here are the other best bits that we didn't include in the first best bits of The Sports Bar that can be found Monday to Thursday from 10pm to 1am on TalkSport on national radio. Yeah, you get the idea. I've got a bit of a problem. Basically, I finish work, I come home and I sit in the kitchen listening to you guys. And every time I come home, I keep getting in trouble. So I bought my girlfriend a present. Basically, right. see if it, you know, gives a bit of 
basically gets a bit of love romance getting between us both, but apparently it's inappropriate. So now she's got the bed in, in, she's not happy with me. Can we guess, can we guess, what, it's just by yes or no answers here. If we just ask, Go all you can then, do yes is answer, no, is it pink? A bit of it is. Can she, can she wear it? No, she can't wear it. Yeah. Can she like, hold it? Not. Yeah, you can hold it, yeah. Do you need to put batteries in it? Nope. Not no, remote, not, it's not remote control. It's not remote control. No. Um, is it about nine inches long? No, it's bigger than that. Bigger than that. Bigger than that. Say, ten be, inches long? Could be a could be a guitar. Can you well, throw yeah, it? Could do. Can you throw it? Yeah, of course you could. I mean, to be fair, Jay, you can throw anything. <laughs> Unless he's got a well, hippo. Exactly. That's what I think you can throw what you want. Is it? Did it cost more than a tenner? Yeah. Can I put it in my mouth? More than a tenner. No, I'll we'll put it in there. No, I'll we'll put it in there. I don't Definitely won't we'll put it in there. I was thinking of a show, but did that as well. Yeah. Could you balance it on top of your head? Yeah, you can balance it, yeah. Right. And, it's got um, a suction cup on the bottom of it. Suction cup on the bottom of it. Is it a toilet plunger? No. All right, we, we give up. What is it? I think we know what yeah. it was. What was he bought, Jay? Let's see how quickly your brain can work. Oh, no, he didn't leave it. Well, that's it for another podcast, you think? I'll tell you what, that's one of my favourite that I've ever done today. And hopefully there'll be another one along at the same time tomorrow. I say hopefully, you just don't know what's coming in life, do you? I mean, one day you wake up and you've got a spring in your step and the next day you've got an ingrown toenail and you can't go to work. And you're like, oh, I'm a toenail. I mean, who gets ingrown toenail? Does Shropodist even earn money nowadays? And is it Chiropodist or Shropodist? We just don't know. There's not enough hours in the day to work that one out. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.